Hello, I'm here today with my dad, Mr. Mark Wagner. When he visited um, both East and West Germany at the time of the wall in 1984 when he studied abroad, and he is here to speak on his experiences. So how did you travel from East to West Germany and through the wall? And was it hard to get through? We traveled from East, we traveled from East Germany to West Germany through the wall on a subway line. And as I understand it, there was one remaining subway line that they kept open between East and West Berlin. And we, I was coming from East Berlin at that time into West Berlin. And we took the subway and there was a lot of security. Uh, it would have been impossible if you weren't, you know, expected to be there or not a list to get on that subway. And I don't know how often they ran trains. I think it was just special. Anyway, we got on the subway train and then we went several blocks under the wall and under no man's land. And um, the most fascinating thing there was that the, the subway stations in between East and West Berlin were abandoned in exactly the way they were. It looked like right after the end of World War II with the advertising, the benches, everything looked like it had been locked up in a bottle in a time capsule um, and nothing really had changed. So that was super fascinating. Um, and that's, that is how we got from East Berlin to West Berlin. Wow. That's very interesting. So when you got to East Berlin, what was it like and were the people and places nice or was it very like East Berlin was not nice. Um, there were some areas that were nicer than others, but mostly the whole place seemed to lack color. The coal that they burned in East Berlin was very soft. As I recall, they sent um, the, the better coal to the Soviet Union. So they were they burned stuff that was very sooty and it, it seemed to be everywhere was smoky. The cars um, seemed really smoky. The people seemed devoid of color. The clothes were devoid of color, the houses, the food. I just remember, I mean, everything seemed to be always like a shade of gray. And um, people were nice. Some people, the, the people that we were meant to meet were very nice. Um, students our age and members of the Communist Party uh, who were, you know, they were, their, their job was to say nice things about East Germany and the Soviet Union, which they did. Um, we met people at other places, uh, an underground disco for one, where that we snuck, we were told how to sneak into. One person in particular, I recall um, actually crying when he was describing to us that he'd never seen the ocean or uh, a list of really anything outside of East Germany. And, um, and so I, I, I think that we, we met, we met a mix of nice people and then really kind of desperate people. Mm -hmm. Um, from the outside looking in at that time, East Germany and the Soviet union were thought to be the most powerful, um, nations and unions. Um, but now that we, now we know that they had their internal problems. How do you think those problems showed when you were there? So um, when you traveled to East Germany, as we did, you were limited in what you could do and see and who you could talk to. So they were very careful about taking us to places that um, they wanted to use as examples of things that they said were examples of communism working. 
we went to, for instance, uh, we went to Zeiss, the Zeiss factory, the Zeiss, Zeiss makes very precise uh, lenses for microscopes and telescopes and cameras and some of the finest in the world. And so that seemed to be working fine. We went to some um, other other factories and things where people were dressed in nice uniforms and said nice things about what they were doing. Um, but I think in reality, it was really easy to see when you went to stores and there was nothing on the shelves, you went to restaurants and there was really nothing to eat and nobody would ever get up from their tables. Um, and, you, and there was a complete lack of restaurants, lack of just stuff um, that, that you could see that it really was a, a system that was dying that was that felt really unsustainable um even even when we were shown everything in the in the in the best light possible they weren't really fooling any of us in your opinion how did the reagan administration and presidency affect um the soviet union and its collapse so the the popular opinion about the reagan administration is that because ronald reagan increased defense spending um and appeared to be really tough on the Soviet Union that he helped bring about the, the fall of communism. My strong opinion is that communism was always destined to fail and that, you know, maybe that was, it was a, a part of it. I don't even know how big a part of it, but I think that the seeds of communism's ultimate destruction were sown decades before. And I think that Gorbachev probably had the most to do with the fall of the Soviet Union and opening up the Soviet Union to more access to the West and more democratic reforms. And I, so I think that Reagan is given maybe a bit more credit than he deserves for the fall of the wall. Because but, of the arms race. Right. And, yeah. yeah. Because I, I really think that um, the Soviet Union, when it came to, I mean, they, I think they, they seemed very, um, able to match the, the U S in terms of the arms race. It just was everything else that they just, there was no way the system could keep up. Mm -hmm. Any last ideas on your experience that you would like to share before we leave? So I, I think, uh, I was very, very fortunate to be there because it was, um, it was so soon before the, the wall fell. And it was an awesome feeling to see that happening and how fast it happened and, and the destruction of the wall and people coming through. And it was really awesome to think of the person that I met that hadn't been able to see the ocean or do anything and, and being free and so soon after I had met him. So, yeah, I feel really, really fortunate to have seen that. I feel just very sorry for people that had to live through it. But um, from an historical perspective, it was really, it was, it was just, you know, an awesome opportunity. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, that concludes my presentation. Thank you for your time.